0: Hey, it's Rob from successunlocked.com and welcome to the podcast for you to listen to if you want to build a happier, more confident, motivated, fulfilled, and truly successful life, whatever success means to you. In this week's episode, I'm talking about how you can deal with difficult people, more importantly, the kind of smart ways you can handle them to try and make sure that you don't get dragged into endless cycles of drama or kind of unnecessary conflict. The truth is we all have difficult people all around us in every aspect of our lives. If you're thinking, I haven't, it probably means you're the difficult person. But for the sake of our sanity, we have to find ways to work through these unavoidable encounters in our day-to-day life. And in this week's podcast, we're going to tackle a couple of ways that you can do exactly that. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated and truly fulfilled version of yourself with advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. So welcome back to the podcast. If you are a return listener, it's great to see you again. And welcome if you have never been here before. I hope you are going to enjoy what is coming for you in this episode. Just before we go ahead and dive in, I've got something I'd love to give you completely for free. You see, I believe that a lot of our success or failure in life is actually kind of controlled by the stories we tell ourselves and the little mental beliefs that we hold. And a lot of us struggle with negative limiting beliefs, the ones that hold us back from achieving what we really could achieve. So with that in mind, I put together a worksheet to help you find, identify, and get rid of negative beliefs that are going on in your unconscious mind. If you want to download that and actually a whole bunch of other resources completely for free as well, just head over to the website successunlock.com forward slash resources and you can go ahead and download those completely for free. So do that when you're not driving and when it is safe to do so. Successunlock.com forward slash resources. Resources. So, listen, we've all been in that position, haven't we? The one where you feel flustered by someone else's unreasonable behavior. You can barely hold yourself back from biting their head off. And this is one of the biggest challenges that we face when we're dealing with somebody who's kind of difficult or unreasonable. So, how do you stay calm in that situation and how do you overcome the heat of the moment? I can personally admit that this is not an easy thing to do. And you're probably thinking in, in those circumstances, why should I be the calm and civilized one? Sometimes you feel like being just as rude. You wanna, you know, you wanna be as rude as someone who's talking rudely to you. But one of the things I've learned over the last few years, is that first, I have to admit that this has really helped me in staying calm during difficult situations, right? One of the things you have to learn is that other people's demeanor and their reactions are entirely based on their perspectives, they're based on their biases, they're based on their past experiences. And a lot of different things have shaped their perspectives. Things that I might not even know about, things that have gone on in their lives that I don't have the slightest clue about. So take a a moment and think about this. How much of what you say or do is influenced by the experiences that you have had in life? I mean, let's say that you've had a particularly tough week at work or one of your kids has been giving you a bit of a tough time lately. At that moment, you can't really take on any more and you're already on rather a short fuse. And so you might find that when you're overly stressed out by something for a while, you might come across as unreasonable or difficult in some interactions with other people. But that doesn't make you necessarily a difficult or a, a you know a bad person. Now I know by now you might be asking, "Oh, but Rob, I know some people who are difficult to deal with all of the time. It can't always be because they've had a bad week." And I agree. Some people do seem to have this kind of behaviour on default mode, right? Just when they get out of bed, whether they get out of the right side or the wrong side of the bed, they seem to be in difficult mode. And the point I want to make here and again, I've got to mention, this has really transformed how I deal with other people on a day-to-day basis, is that when you embrace the fact that their demeanor and their behavior and their attitude and their approach to you comes from the history of experiences and the perspectives that have shaped them as a person, you'll kind of be able to develop a more healthy emotional detachment to their behavior and reactions. And this, I've got to say, is the key to staying calm when you're dealing with a difficult person. When you find yourself in that heated moment, the first thing you've got to do is just remind yourself of this fact. Just realize that you don't know what's gone in their life. You don't know what, maybe you've said something or done something that's reminded them of a particularly difficult situation that they've been in. Maybe, again, they've had a difficult week. Maybe their kids or their boss or somebody is giving them stress. You don't know what they're going through. So the first thing you need to do is just to kind of detach yourself from that situation and from their behavior and their reaction. Okay. So when you find yourself in a heated moment, just remind yourself of this. And it's also a really good way to make sure that you don't take their reactions towards you all that personally, because that's actually a really important thing. Sometimes we can take offense at what other people say to us or how other people act towards us. And actually it's easier just to not take that personally. And this will help you to not take it personally. So when you're in this kind of tense situation with a difficult person, you never want to respond or react from an angry place. Instead, try and respond from a place of understanding. Okay, so that's the first thing I want you to know. Now, speaking of anger, angry people tend to say some mean, nasty things sometimes. And this kind of brings me on to the next point, which is the importance of setting limits and maintaining boundaries when you're dealing with difficult people. So the first step to setting firm personal boundaries is basically overcoming the fear of conflict. So that's one of the most difficult things when you're dealing with somebody who's you consider to be a difficult person is knowing that there is going to be some conflict. And the truth is, in order to be able to handle a difficult person effectively, you need to be okay with the fact there's going to be a bit of confrontation. Now, this doesn't mean that you now have to get caught up in the thick of it and engage in this never-ending exchange of words. No, 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 that's, that's not my approach at all. But if you can overcome the fear of this conflict, right, any fear of the conflict you might already have, that means that you are now less afraid to make a stand for yourself. And it also means that you can be and, and should be assertive when you're dealing with a difficult person as well. I mean, after all, nobody enjoys being treated poorly. And that's really important. Don't allow yourself to be treated poorly when you're dealing with a difficult person, because that seems like the easiest thing to do. It seems easier to back down and let them talk over you. It seems easier to step back and let them have the last word. You have the right in that situation, to be assertive and say, hey, please don't talk to me like that. Whether this is a friend, a co-worker, a business partner, a relative, somebody you've never met before, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself because you are as valuable and worthy of respect as them and anybody else. So one mistake that it's quite easy to make when we're setting our kind of personal boundaries for conflict and this kind of thing is failing to be clear on the consequences of crossing these boundaries. So this tends to work against us a lot of the time. When you tell someone who's rude towards you, that you'll limit the time you spend with them, or you'll cut them out of your life altogether if they don't stop being rude, but you fail to see that through. There's nothing then to stop them going on with that rude or difficult behaviour. So you have to be assertive, you have to set boundaries, you have to see them through. And then your interactions with those difficult people are going to be much easier. Actually, another simple tip that I love to implement when I'm dealing with somebody difficult is by taking charge and steering the conversation away from the area of the drama and away from these self-absorbed sagas and, and difficult confronta- conf- conversations, <laughs> difficult to say, these difficult confront confrontations. I'm going to put my teeth back in and then continue. So one of the things that you definitely want to do is to make sure that you say, listen, Just please don't talk to me like that. And then you can immediately change the conversation. There's a really powerful psychological technique that you can use here, using the word because. The word because has been proven over and over and over again to be an incredibly powerful, almost magic word that allows you to redirect everything that you're talking about and push it in a different direction. If you studied the work of Robert Cialdini, the professor behind the book Influence, uh, which is all about persuasion and being more persuasive. He talks about this experiment that he did with the word because, where you had a line of people queuing to get to the ATM, to the cash machine. And somebody would say, excuse me, would you mind if I step in front of you because I'm going to be late for work or because, you know, for, for whatever reason. And most of the time, if you said, excuse me, could I go in front of you? The person would say no. The moment you say because and give some kind of reason, most people would let you in front And then what they experimented with over a period of time was making the reason, the excuse to get in front of that person, less and less predictable or less and less understandable or less and less obvious. So it changed from being as simple as, could I cut in front of you because I'm going to be late for work, which is actually quite a reasonable reason to ask to step in front. And it became stupid things like, do you mind if I step in front of you uh, because I'm terrified of bananas? And the, even the ridiculous examples, even the ridiculous reasons for wanting to cut the line, still were most of the time people were allowed to go in front because the word because is such a powerful psychological word. So one of the big things that you can do here is to say, listen, please don't talk to me like that because actually I think it's more important that we discuss this and you can just literally pick up and redirect the conversation like you've got a little toy that's marching and a little mechanical toy that's marching in one particular direction. It's almost like picking that toy up, turning it around and putting it back on it down again and it continues marching off in a completely different direction. So when push comes to shove, sometimes the best course of action is to try and redirect the conversation like that. But sometimes when that doesn't work, the best course of action now is to ignore or avoid that difficult person. Because here is one of the biggest lessons that will help you not just in dealing with difficult people, but will help you, I believe, in all areas of life. And that is to come to understand that we can't change other people. And I've learned this so many times in so many different areas of life, and it's becoming more and more apparent in the modern world, that you can't change other people. And actually, trying to change other people is a fruitless task, it's a thankless task, and it's just going to become frustrating. If you try and change other people to be the way that you want them to be rather than the way that they are, it's actually more likely to cause hurt to you, it's more likely to cause damage to you, and the truth is, it's not going to help them at all. And the reason is that change is an intentional decision that a person has to make, and a person has to commit to. I mean, you are listening to this podcast because you want to create positive change in your life. And think about the amount of work and effort and positive thought that takes. If you want to replace a habit that you've got, or if you want to replace a personality trait that you've got, or you want to replace a characteristic that you've got, or you want to break free from some kind of internal demon that's holding you back right now, Think about how much work that actually takes. And not just work, think about how much dedication that actually takes. And so now imagine trying to do that to somebody else's brain without them putting in that dedication, without them putting in that work. And so what that means is that because you can't be responsible for somebody else's behavior, you can't be responsible for somebody else's actions, you can only be responsible for your response. And sometimes the best response, sometimes the best answer, is just to stay away. So that's so important. The third and final thing I want to talk about in this episode is really to kind of model the behavior that you want to see. Now, this is something that's really going to be more of a sort of a long-term strategy. This is something that's going to require some patience on your part. This isn't going to help you in some difficult conflict that you have in the office tomorrow. But this does work exceptionally well for, for example, for parents who want to influence their children's behavior or for employers who want to kind of improve their staff's behavior. Or if you're like in charge of a team or you work in a team and you want to do this, this will work well. It's been scientifically proven that kids and adults learn a lot of their social skills by watching the other more influential people around them. But again, this doesn't just work with kids. As adults, we are also constantly watching the people around us and we influence them in either obvious or very subtle ways. So with all of that in mind. I want you to ask yourself this question whenever you're in a difficult situation or whenever you can feel tensions rising. The question is this, am I displaying the kind of behavior or the kind of attitude that I expect from the other person, from the person that I'm talking to? Because this is going to direct your actions when dealing with difficult people in your life. Uh, and more importantly, it's going gonna, it's gonna to direct your actions when you're dealing with the people who it's either impractical to avoid or you just can't stay away from. So, for example, trust is a really good motivator for change, or, or at least, at the very least, some kind of improvement. So if you can keep your word and honour your promises, no matter how small they are, and seek to earn their trust then you may influence a positive change in them. Now, that's just one example. Trustworthiness is only one of the positive behaviors that you can model because we all have basic emotional needs, the need to feel heard and acknowledged and respected and loved and wanted and desired. That's universal. And even a very difficult person deserves some respect. So I believe that if you show contempt towards someone, that is the fastest way to break down your communication with them completely. So many times when you're dealing with a difficult person, it will actually fall upon you to then diffuse that situation because they're not going to do it. They're not going to back down. They're not listening to something like this, unfortunately, and taking all of this on board, which means that it's going to fall on you. And this will often mean that you have to take the high road. If somebody emails you with something stroppy or somebody gets in touch with you or somebody says something to you face-to-face that makes them a difficult person, Sometimes you're going to have to just be polite, as polite as you can be and walk away. Now I've already shared a couple of tips on how you can stay calm and equipped with that knowledge. You are in a better position to manage your interaction with any difficult people that you come across. So try your best to talk to them respectfully. And actually difficult people find that quite hard. Difficult people find it quite hard when you talk to them with politeness and when you're dead respectful. And if they get rude then what you need to do is with an even and firm voice, just tell them to stop and then channel the conversation back on track. You can do the little thing where you pick the little mechanical toy up, turn it around and put it back down. Tell them to stop it because it's more important to talk about something else. Finally then, let's talk about another and very important point, and that is really self-care and self-compassion. Now, you might be thinking, oh, this sounds like it's a different podcast episode all of a sudden. What's this got to do with my difficult person, my difficult next-door neighbour, my difficult colleague, my difficult family member? Well, I'm going to argue that it has a lot to do with that. Give me a moment, and I'll connect all of the dots for you. You see, dealing with a particularly difficult person while you are staying calm and respectful to them is emotionally very taxing. Do you Remember the last time you had to deal with a difficult person, whoever that was, how did it leave you feeling? Did it leave you feeling emotionally drained or physically exhausted or somehow unhappy? Of course it did. This happens to all of us because it doesn't matter how positive you are as a person, when you come out of a negative confrontation with somebody, when you come out of a negative situation with somebody, it really can leave you with a lot of pent-up negative energy. And so it is super important that you find healthy ways to discharge these emotions and recharge your own positivity. This is things like meditation and exercise, watching funny videos on YouTube or talking to somebody else who is less difficult about the ordeal that you had. Now, whatever you settle on, whatever you come across, whatever you decide to do, you need to make sure that you have some way to unwind and get rid of those negative emotions or the thoughts that you have coming out of that interaction. Because the thoughts that we feed our mind shape our beliefs. Remember what I said at the beginning about negative stories and limiting beliefs. And that's why it's important that we feed ourselves with positive and empowering thoughts that will overcome the negative ones. And that's why I'm a really big believer in self-compassion and self-care. And what better time to be compassionate and kind to yourself than after a tough interaction with someone who was difficult or rude or unreasonable. So I encourage you to always acknowledge when you have made improvements, when you have dealt with a difficult person in a positive way. And this will do a couple of things. First of all, it will boost your morale. It will encourage you to keep going on this journey of not only improving how you interact with difficult people, but also in other aspects of your life as well. So hopefully these tips will serve you well in going forward into future workplaces, into future family situations, into future conflict with potentially friends or those around you, or complete strangers. Because sometimes... These difficult situations come at you totally out of the blue. They're not with people you're surrounded with all of the time. They're just with chance encounters that happen to turn difficult. And hopefully this episode will set you well on your way towards dealing with those situations in a stronger way. I'm a really big proponent of self-improvement and improving in every single aspect of our lives. It's the reason why this podcast exists. And improvement is all about making gradual steps forward. So take a moment to celebrate the steps that you've made today, no matter how small they are, no matter what you've been doing. And this includes on any improvements that you make from the tips that I've shared with you on dealing with difficult people. Remember, your response is your only responsibility. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love to have you take a few moments to leave a review on the podcast player, wherever you are listening to this right now. Just a five star review and a couple of words to say that you're enjoying the podcast would be great. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you head over to successunlocked.com forward slash difficult to get all of the show notes and everything that I have shared, as well as the resources and everything else on the website as well. Just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash difficult and you'll find all of that stuff. Thank you so much for all of the kind words and reviews that have been left on the podcast up to this point. It really does help to spread the word and have more people listening to this stuff. So if this episode sounds like it would benefit somebody that you know, then make sure you tell them so they can come come over here and check it out for themselves. Other than that, I'll be back same place, same time next week with another guest here at successunlock.com. You've been listening to Success Unlocked. Don't forget to stop by at successunlocked.com for full notes and resources from this and every other episode. Then subscribe so that you don't miss out on anything.